Welcome to the Word of Life Center podcast. It's our desire that today's message would equip and empower you to see the Word of God bring life to your life. Well, I do want to share uh, share something with you because, uh, uh, in fact, it's funny because the Lord had already been dealing with me about this. Y'all, give this be seated for just a couple minutes here. Because I want to share something with you I think will help you. You know, even when God does something good, if you're not careful, the enemy will try to bring fear about the future. Well, yeah, but this was good, but. How many of you ever heard that word, that but word, you know? That word? And uh, Jesus had an answer for that. And uh, in Matthew, cha- and I'm sorry, in Mark chapter four, Jesus told the disciples, we're going to go across to the other side. And so they got in the ship and, the, and um, there was a storm. And I, you know, this is, if you know anything about the gospel, you know what happened. They were in the middle of a storm and it was filling up and, and uh, Jesus was asleep. He was sleeping. How'd you like to have that kind of peace? Amen. Well, you, just, you know, it doesn't matter what the storm is. So he was asleep and uh, they woke him up and said, don't you care? We're perishing. And, and Jesus got up and he rebuked the wind and the sea and it said, peace, be still. But then Jesus said this to them. Why are you so fearful and have no faith? Faith is the antidote to fear. Anybody can be afraid. Anybody can fear. But faith is the antidote to, to it. No matter what happens, no matter what you're facing in your life, no matter what the challenge is in your life, you, there can always be fear. There can always be anxiety about something in your life. Something you've done a thousand times, and yet that thousand and one time, all of a sudden, fear rises up. And, and especially when you make changes in your life, especially when things are different in your life, and... and um, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how simple or how complex it is fear can try to come in and into your life and Jesus would said why are you so fearful basically where's your faith where's your faith over in Mark chapter 5 Jesus is going with a man to minister to his daughter who's sick and uh you know, the man's encouraged. He sees a woman along the way that's healed, and he's encouraged, and, and he's excited that now Jesus is coming to his house. And just before he gets to his house, they come and say, don't bother him anymore. Don't bother Jesus. Don't bother the master. She's dead. She's dead. Now, he was okay as long as she still was breathing. And Jesus was on the way. But now she's dead. You know what Jesus did? Listen. As soon as... I like this verse 36 in verse Mark 5. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, He said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid. Only believe. Your fear is not going to conquer anything. 
It's not going to overcome anything. It's not going to make you feel better. See, the crazy thing about humans are, are this. Sometimes they they allow fear in their life and then it doesn't happen and it makes them feel good. Isn't that crazy? But that's the way people do. They literally do that. Probably not you, but somebody watching, you know, on TV or on the internet. They they literally think, oh well, I was afraid, but it turned out okay. Like being afraid made it okay. It is until it doesn't make it okay. And then you have no answer. I I was praying this afternoon and and um, there there I'm not gonna preach on this. I just want to give you this real quick. Maybe later on I'll do this, but First of all, you got to find out where is fear coming from? What's the source of it? It's important you know the source of your fear. Okay. Some people fear because of something that's happened to them, some disappointment, something on the inside of them. Sometimes people fear circumstances or people. You got to identify the source. You've got to find, you know, some people say, well, I, I had a report. I had a bad report. Well, that's a source, but it's not the source. Some people get afraid about rumors. I'm amazed at how many people, you could talk about, well, you know, the flu's going to be really bad this year, and all of a sudden they get afraid they're going to... They hadn't got the flu. Nobody's gotten it. It's just a rumor. Sometimes it's just pure speculation. Well, it might. Well, you never know. And all of a sudden fear comes. Sometimes they're facts. Facts are the scariest thing about fear because you think that that's all there is are facts. But the point is that we always have a higher force, a higher ability, and that's called faith. I I love what it says in Isaiah 53. Whose report are you going to believe? doesn't mean the doctor's reports is not right it just means you have a higher source doesn't mean that the circumstance seems to be undeniable inevitable no way out but that doesn't mean it if you've got a higher source the other thing you have to understand about fear is where is its authority coming from think about this for just a minute they were in the middle of a storm But it didn't have authority over Jesus. He just got up and told it to hush. Some things we think are an authority. This is real. This is it. This is the way. You better examine that authority and know that you're under a higher authority. The the centurion officer blew Jesus away with his faith. Literally said he's got more faith than anybody in Israel. You know why? Because he recognized something about Jesus. He said, I'm a man under authority, but I am a man with authority. And I recognize, Jesus, that you're under authority, but I also recognize you've got authority. You have to understand, just because something seems to be the thing that's going to happen, you need to know where that authority is and what your authority as a believer is. And the the third thing is this. 
What's behind the fear? You know, there are spiritual forces. Paul called it a spirit of fear to Timothy. That, that will actually try to move you off center by fear. Sometimes things that are, that are trying to cause fear in your life, they're motivated by spirit. And I'll tell you, that very person that needs to come your way to tell you the worst will be the one who comes. Well, I had that, and oh my God, you'll never believe what happened to me. And I'm, I'm, whatever. Your circumstances are not your greatest enemy. Your greatest enemy is your fear. You overcome fear, you've overcome 99% of your problems. The amazing thing to me is that people fear things in the future. Well, but what if this happens tomorrow? Well, wake me up tomorrow and we'll talk about it. I mean, I, I saw uh, I saw a sign. I can't remember where I was. And I think I was in Canada preaching. I saw this sign, and it said, um, "Free donuts tomorrow." It never comes. So what you've got to do is you've got to fight your battle right here, right now. Fear can't be a part of that. And the the greatest thing that you can do is to fight your fear with your faith. What do you believe? Well, what if I what if I do and it doesn't work? You have just applied the greatest force in the universe to your problem. If it doesn't work, nothing'll work. Don't think it's lesser than something else. It's the greatest. But the good news is fear will always leave when faith comes. Always leaves when faith comes. The circumstances change, situations change things change because fear cannot stand against faith what do you believe well I'm a Christian well good but what do you believe we've been singing tonight what you ought to be believing because this is what where God can work in your life God <clears throat> let me say it this way Paul wrote to Timothy In fact, I'm going to do a podcast on this. Paul wrote to Timothy, and he said, God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. The Amplified Bible says a calm, disciplined, well-balanced mind. Have you ever noticed fear does just the opposite? You have got to make up your mind. Listen to me. You've got to make up your mind that fear is not going to be a part of your life. And you say, well, you don't understand my circumstances. It has nothing to do with your circumstances. 
Fear doesn't come because of your circumstances. Fear comes because you allow that in your life in a greater measure than what God says and what you, what you should be believing as a, as a child of God. I, I'm going to just say it this way, okay? I would rather die believing than to live in fear. Now, I'm not saying that. Don't, don't misread what I just said. Okay. But I'm just telling you, that's the truth. That's the truth. We've got, we've got men and women who, in this church, they died believing. Well, why didn't it work? What work? They went to heaven. Are you kidding me? They went to heaven believing. What do you mean? It's not, this is not mechanics. This is living a life of faith. I know you're trying to read something into this like I'm fixing to go to heaven, but I'm not. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to be preaching in my 90s, so. I'm just telling you. But my point is, listen, and this has nothing to do. I, I'm, I, you can ask Becca. I've not been afraid at all. Fear has not entered. I'm not bragging, but I literally have not feared. I didn't even know how bad it was until they told me, and I went, huh. You can't live your life that way. You can't live your life in fear. You've got to break that yoke off of your life. I wish that I could pray for you tonight that fear would leave your life. But you know what? That is an impossible prayer. Jesus could not even pray that prayer. He couldn't pray it. You have to switch over into believing. You're in a a place of faith tonight. You're in a place of, of praise and a place of worship tonight. And, and because of that, there is faith and fear slides aside for a season. But what are you going to do when you walk out of here? What are you going to do with your, with, your, with your fear, with your faith? Are you going to look in the mirror and say, this is what I believe? Or are you going to say, oh my God? You've got to make that choice. You've got to decide in your life how you're going to live your life. Well, I lost my job. I guess I won't get another one. 3% of people in the United States aren't working. Are you going to be part of that 3% or 97%? i just tell you a real quick story. This has nothing to do with that, and I'm finished. But I just thought about this. But when, when Becky and I, before we got saved, obviously, but I, 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 I told her, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't want to be married anymore. I want a divorce. And we tell the testimony like this. Um, she cried for five minutes and <laughs> packed her bags and went up and moved on with her life. She didn't sit around crying about, oh my God, what am I going to do? Sam left me. She just packed her bags and started a new life. Do you know there are people who can never get over something not just a divorce, but something they can't go on with their life because of something that's already happened. It's, it's not happening. It's already happened. So what are you going to do? You can't let fear drive the rest of your life. You just have to go forward and do what God wants you to do. That's what we've been singing tonight. That's what we've been singing tonight. Don't get caught up in fear. Just 
Make up your mind, I'm not going to live my life like that. It's a miserable life to live. I'm a pastor. I've been around people in church my whole life. They've lived their whole lives in fear. And they're reaping from that fear in their lives. Job said this, powerful statement. The thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. Wasn't God's fault. The thing that I have greatly feared came upon me. I'd rather say the thing I greatly believed came upon me. Amen. How about you? Praise the Lord. Thanks for listening to the Word of Life Center podcast. You can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.